available to you. Amen. Let's just go to the, the, the throne room of God for a quick word of prayer. Father, we thank you. We glorify you. We give you honor. We give you praise. Father, uh, as I commit this time of prayer and, and instruction, rather, into your hands, Father, touch my lips of clay and make them yours. Cause my words to flow with ease, but with all thy getting, let your people get understanding in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If someone can just give me a thumbs up that they can see my screen, they can see me, they can hear me, just give me, you can just give me a thumbs up emoji real quick that you can see me and you can hear me. Amen. Amen. Excellent. Was that a thumbs up? Okay, good. Excellent. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Day number five, our prayer point for today was connections. Uh, the this particular uh, scripture from Colossians that our prayer point was given uh, was part of the letters or epistles uh, of Paul, the Apostle Paul. And, and the reason why I'm going to go a little bit further and just to share is that these letters, these epistles that were written to the to the churches and the people, uh, are often by many scholars, many many biblical scholars, uh, argue that they were not written by Paul. And so in the first column, you have a number one, in the first column, for sure, the scholars agree that all these letters were written by Paul. And so whenever you see uh, for my uh, Bible, my new Bible scholars that are on the line, whenever you see that, that um, ending uh, of the I-A-N-S, those are the people. And so the name of the place is usually the first part. So if I take, for example, Galatians, it's uh, the place is Galatia and the people are Galatians. Uh, when you see Corinthians, the people are Corinthians and the place is current. So just to kind of give you uh, a little bit of um, understanding in that area. The second column, we have second Thessalonians, Colossians and Ephesians there's a split between scholars in saying it may have been written by Paul, it may not have been written by Paul. Uh, and so they pull apart uh, the date and times, whether they were there or not. So there's a split decision in the middle area as to whether or not he wrote it. In the very third uh, column, we have 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, Titus, and of course Hebrews. And I, I did a dot, dot, dot at the bottom. They was just like, we just don't know where that come from, right? And so they're saying, for sure, for sure, for sure. I don't even think Paul had anything to do with this. I, I don't, I, it doesn't matter if Timothy was an understudy of, of Paul or any sorts. I know for sure, for sure, we don't even agree with this. Uh, but what we must understand, and the reason why I'm bringing this uh, as part of our teaching on tonight is that the letters of Paul is of our foundational text for what we believe in our Christian theology and our ethics. And what that simply means is that uh, in anything that we do in life, we need a ruler or a measuring stick, if you may. Like, how do you measure uh, the, the the things that you've been placed in, in charge of? How do you know that you are headed? As we talked about uh, alignment the past couple of days and vision, how do you know that you're headed in the in, in that direction? And, and, and what do you use to govern or rule over your life? And, and so whether or not you argued uh, <laughs> that he wrote it or not, the message 
is imperative. The message is important. And so even in uh, he'll, in the letters, whether you believe it to be true, the writer, uh, that letter to the Corinthians, it talked, it addressed their immoral living. So those letters addressed the churches and, and the people in current and said, y'all need to get this stuff together and straighten yourself up. You know, they talked about the division in Philippi to the Philippians. Right. And, and he speak about that and said, listen, we, we can't do these things as people of God. Uh, and then, of course, false teachers infiltrating the congregations in Galatia and what we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, uh, Colossae. Right. That's the place. But the, the people are the, the Colossians. Right. And so his letters really was to help churches understand the entirety of who God is and how to practically apply this theology or these teachings to our everyday lives. And so the, who is this Paul? We know him to be uh, the Apostle Paul, but the reason why Paul, you know, Paul uh, knew how important this was because he always wasn't saved. He was also known as Saul of Tarsus, later known as Paul the Apostle in, in, in the Catholic faith, they adopt him as Saint Paul. But before his conversion, Paul was known as Saul of Tarsus, and he was a the Pharisees of Pharisees. You talk about um, the the evil of evil that that's him. You know he was on the billboard post for them, and he intensely persecuted the followers of Jesus. So he understood. He's been there. He's been there. You, you know, I, I often uh, share, and and one of the things that one of my business coach, he, he always say, he always say to us, you know, something can't uh, come come uh, out of you if it didn't come through you, right? If it didn't come out of you, you can't come through this. You can't talk to somebody about something if you've never been there. You probably could uh, uh, educate them on something that you learned in school. You, you could probably speak to something that you heard or, but if you experience it, your level of delivery is different, right? You understand how to not just tell you how to get there, but if, if you lose track and you go, of course, I, I know how to get you back on track. I've been there and I've done that. And so Paul understands, uh, the, the level of persecution, but the danger he understands it because he's been there. He understands the danger of people just dropping little things in your ear. First John 10 and 10, and for those who are, are watching this uh, via uh, YouTube uh, later, uh, I just uh, dropped our QR code there just in case you want to go back and listen to the audio. But John 10 and 10 says, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Let me tell you something. This is a simultaneous attack. It's happening at the same time. And so when the enemy comes, when you, you sometimes you think about in your own personal space, you're like, but who am I? I'm just this little, little old person. You know, I, I drink my water and I mind my business. You know, why they want to bother me? You know, I have my family over here, I have my family over there. You know, I just go, you know, I live a, a very low key life. Why, why, why are they coming against me? I don't even have the qualifications to even stand toe to toe with this person and they want to knock me down and everything. But let me tell you something, uh, you, you, you have not seen uh, the, the, what, what they've seen. 
Sometimes you struggle and people say, my God, you are so anointed. You're like, oh, me? Oh, no, I don't really see that. See myself that way because you have not accepted what God has shown you uh, in your there and your later, right? And who you become. But the enemy knows who you are and he, he sees you as a threat. He sees you as competition. He sees you uh, as someone that can take his spot. And so he's going to come after the thing that is most uh, uh, vulnerable to you. And when you, you get to a level of faith. He's not coming after you no more. He's coming after your children. He's coming after the thing that is most precious to you. The one, the thing that keeps you up at night, the thing that causes you uh, to be emotionally uh, and, 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 and uh, uh, connected where you can't stop thinking about it. Right. And so in this place, right. Uh, Paul understood this all the way because he experienced it. In, in Acts 9, he there, there's this thing, you know, this verbiage that we say to, to really identify the road to Damascus or Damascus experience. When he was on his way to kill more Christians, right, God stopped him in his tracks. And he was with some people. And, and, and in Acts 9, and, you know, at when you get a chance to go back and really read it, he says, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. And this was before he was converted. He said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting, he replied. Let me tell you something, when they are coming after, you may think they're coming after you, but God has said, no, 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 you're persecuting me. You may think they just came coming after your children. You may, be, you may think they're just coming after your job. You may think they're just coming after your business, but what, what, when God shows up, you say, wait a minute, you're persecuting me. That's my child. That's my anointed. That's who belongs to me. And so uh, Paul who is locked up in jail, right? Because he, he was always either under house arrest or he was locked up or, or something. He was always bound. But you know, no matter where he was, he didn't, he understood his assignment. Paul understood that he said, hey, listen, if you lock me up in jail and you chain me uh, to the guard, the guard, like, you know, Pastor Jeremiah said, you know, on a Sunday, he said, if, the, if they chain me to the guard, I tell you by the time the, the, the guard got to go home, he's going to be saved. I'm going to convert him. If he was under house arrest, he would have visitors coming in and out and, and bringing these letters and talking and ministering. He understood the assignment. And so when he heard in Colossians 2, when he heard uh, uh, the, the fellow uh, servant, I, I believe his name is Epirus. I don't want to mispronounce his name. You'll, you'll see it in there. Uh, he came. Paul has never been to Colossae. He's never even visited. But the fellow servant, uh, I'm going to get his pronunciation. I don't want to pronounce his, pronounce his name improperly, but it's, it's we were press, right? But when he gets there, he say, listen, Colossae is not even a heavy hitter like Rome, Alexandria, and, and Corinth. You know, they do wool trading. They're, they, they, you know, they're not rich. They're not a hub. They're not a big trading station. You know, they're a small community. But let me tell you something. It's not about the size of a thing, because the more that a message goes out about something, people believe it to be true. And the more uh, that you continue to believe it to be true, if you believe it, you're going to begin to act on it. And, and now this is going to now travel uh, down from generation to generation. And sometimes you are struggling with procrastination and don't even realize that this thing started way before you were even a thought. And so he comes and he said, hey, 
my, my community is in crisis because there's these false teachers that are giving out this doctrine and the people are now beginning to have an identity crisis. They're starting to think they're unworthy, right? You, 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 when you have an identity crisis, you feel like it's not okay to be yourself, that you messed up so bad that God changed his mind about you and what he's getting ready to give you and that he blesses you, that you can't even come back from this. You start thinking, no one ever, no one will ever love me again. You know, I'm used goods, you know, whether you were, uh, went through a divorce or whether, you know, your spouse passed away or, or, or he just walked out the door and left and never came back. You, you feel like you're used up. Like you're, you're not, you have no value that you're a mistake or an accident, even if your own parent told you that. And, and so you get into this place where you see, you know what, if it's not tangible, it's not real. You question everything. And now you get into this space. This is the danger now. It has to check all these boxes in order for me to believe that it came from God. God knows who I am. And so we get into this arrogant space that God knows who I am, right? And so Paul knew, he said, wait a minute. It doesn't matter how small this community is. I have to address this thing. When, when things show up, as tiny as it may be, you must address it because what it does, it may stay small, but it grows into something bigger. The, the connections, Colossians 2 and 9 says, they have lost connection with the head from whom the whole body supported, held together by its ligaments and sinews grows as God causes it to grow. Connections. So this letter to the Colossians, he said, listen, I need them to understand the full deity of Christ. I got to make this wrong. I got to get their mind back in order. And so he had to express, and, that, and for us, we must understand the full deity of who God is. Because these false teachers were now telling the people that God is not actually God. He is not, he's not that, you know, he's not that big, you know, this person that you believe, that's not it. Because remember, this came right after the ascension of God. And to be a Christian back in, back in the day, back in those times, it wasn't the popular thing. People were getting martyred. People were getting uh, stoned to death. And so people were in hiding. So no one was wearing a God is dope t-shirt. They were not doing it. Right. And so when you, uh, when Paul recognized, like, wait a minute, I got to set this thing back in order. They must understand who God is. And so father, God, the father, the triune God, God, the father, the creator, God, the son, the one who died for us and God, the Holy spirit. So when I understand, I come into full understanding of the creator in Genesis, when he looked out and he saw darkness and the spirit moved and light showed up and darkness had to back up. When I understand that I'm in a dark place, as, as Overseer preached a couple, of, a couple of weeks ago, I am the light. So when I show up in, a dark, in, a, in, in darkness, it got to back up. It got to go because I am light. My daddy is light. I came from him, the creator. And so wherever I go, I illuminate. So I don't even have to shine a mananda. I don't have to pray. I don't have to pull down on stronghold. When my foot 
touches, the enemy got to back up. There was a meme uh, uh, years ago. It says, when my feet touch the ground, the enemy said, oh, snap, she's up. He's up. Oh, man, let me let me let me run. You know, oh, 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 you know, this intercessor is praying and pulling down strongholds. Oh, no, 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 no. Let me leave that family alone. Let me back up when I understand who my daddy is. Uh, you, the only thing you can take from me are notes. You can't steal my blessings. My daddy got me because he called me into this marvelous life. When I understand the full deity of who God is and the God, the father, that he died for me, that I may have life and have it more abundantly, that he desires for me to be prosperous and be in good health even as my soul prospers that's what when the son when he left he left me a joint heir to his throne i am an heir to his kingdom uh when i understand that the holy spirit he didn't lift leave me empty but he left the oh the holy spirit inside of me the presence of god lives inside of me he is my comforter when i don't feel like it when i'm feeling sad and when i'm feeling depressed let me tell you i pull on the comforter and i said the holy spirit i need need you. When I'm sitting for a test, I said, Holy Spirit, bring it back to my remembrance. When I'm sitting before somebody and I'm trying to get a, a contract or a loan, Lord, Holy Spirit, give me what to say, when to say it, and how to say it, because I understand the full deity of God. Uh, the letter to the Colossians was also to show their fullness in Christ. I must believe uh, the, the word uh, that, 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 that he also wrote, whether or not they give Paul credit or not, whether or not they give you credit or not, you started, you gave them that idea, you sat in the meeting and you said what you said. And before you know it, they created a whole program and a department about it because you said it and they know that you are of God and you are from God. Because let me tell you something, the word of God says that therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature all things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I, I'm baptized and I'm washed with the blood of the lamb. I don't care what I did last year. I don't care how you knew me back then. I am a new creature because I am in Christ. Stop allowing people to drop stuff in your ear and let you believe that you are no longer a child of God. You have got to stop that stuff. Don't talk to me like that. Don't speak to me like that. How dare you address me properly? I don't care if I used to curse with you. I don't care if I used to steal with you. I'm new. Everything about me is new. Don't allow people and what they have to say to separate you from the head. Don't allow that. What is it that you believe? There's a, 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 my family, we're a box. We love to watch boxing as much as we watch football. Gabby and her dad, you know, they have this boxing thing. And there's a box. I can't remember his name. Um, love him. He had a, he was on a TV show uh, a couple of years ago and he is now converted uh, as a Muslim. God bless. Shout out to all my Muslim brothers and sisters. But he said, it's impossible for one man to have all that power. It's impossible for one man to take on the sins of the world. It's impossible that one man can do all of it. After all the stuff that I've done, it's impossible that his death washed me. And because of that, I'm stepping away. 
What is it that you believe? Let me tell you something. Even after folks have passed and gone home to be with the Lord, the stuff that they have said to you still sits in your inner ear. And when in your lowest points, especially when you're getting ready to go after what God has for you, that whisper comes back and, and you literally hear that person as if they're sitting right next to you. The devil is a liar. And so Paul uses the, a demonstration of the human body to describe the importance and how the head and the ligaments and the sinews need each other. Bone to bone, the, it holds the structure together and it keeps it stable. The sinews, it, it helps. You know that little, the, uh, uh, the only thing I could probably describe, you know, in the back of your calf muscles, sometimes you try to walk or if, you know, for my ladies, you wear heels after a while and back there hurt, you know, for my athletes, you know, if, if you're an athlete or used to be, you know, when you used to grab a Charlie horse, you were like, ah, you feel like you like tag on it. That thing hurt. It will have you bent over and toppled over all the way down when you get a Charlie horse back there. Let me tell you, though, all those things are important. It's important, that connection, it's all connected. Do not forget that the Lord, your God, is who gives you the power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your father as it is this day. When God blesses you, it's to further his eternal purpose and advance his kingdom. Stop thinking it's all about you. When something doesn't work out, you're like, oh my God, I failed. And you go into this space and you cower and you say that I'm a failure. And God is sitting up there like, I gained a soul out of this. What are you talking about? Because we believe that the success of our efforts is to bless us. And God said, it's not about you. I'm just using you as my, my, my ambassador in the earth to carry out my purpose. We do not earn the right to put or look down on anyone when we've been blessed. And forget that we were once where they are or were or be judgmental of others, or to think that you got lucky. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Connections. Ask God to increase your gift of discernment, to see God in everything. Is this, when, when, when the connections show up, is this to help me or derail my plans? God, let me, let me be able to detect hidden agendas. Let me hear what they're not saying. What, what, what they're not saying. Let, let me see what's not visible to the naked eye. Let me sense, Holy Spirit, let me sense on the inside. You know, I, I may not be able to put this together, but this look, you know, they came with all the right paperwork. They came with the money, you know, and they're saying all the right things, you know, and, and, this, the, uh, and they're dressed up. Holy Spirit, give, let my spirit know. I may not have the evidence of it, but Holy Spirit, show me. Pay attention to various clues, these little breadcrumbs that, that the God shows that it's not just by chance that this show up. Why are you in my sphere of influence? Why are you here? 
When they show up and they want to be your friend, why are you here? What, what are you here for? What is your purpose? What are your plans? Approach your decision-making prayerfully and choose well according to your faith and your life situation. Two things must touch and agree in order for connections to flow. You have something to pray about? Unless to touch and agree. If you got a pipe, if anybody know about electricity, Pastor Jeremiah is an engineer, you know, uh, you, you know, for those who are in plumbing, when you get that right connection, it just flows and it flows with ease. And it just reminds me with uh, the strategy that Overseer preached on Sunday. He said, uh, when, when the, with Gideon, it just, there was no toil. They didn't have to, they didn't have to fight for it. The blessings just came and it came with ease. Uh, you don't have to fight and kick down nobody. To, to, to get what's yours, it just falls and it just comes to you and it comes to you with ease. And so let your connections, Lord, give me a blessed connection, an ordained collection, a connection, a, a, a divine connection. And so as you pray for that and ask God to increase your gift of discernment, you can let your yes be yes and your no be no. You're not vacillating in between any longer. Tomorrow is our next, our prayer point is dedicating the work to God. Let me tell you something. This week, as you are turning down your plates and you are asking God uh, for all these things to give you clarity and to, and to steady you, understand that in the word of God all throughout, whether from the Old Testament to the new, God commanded to be so. He said it, it's already done. Understand that it's already done. He commanded, he, he declared it, he said to do it. And so when, when he wasn't asking you of it, he commanding you to do it. And so when Paul shows up, and Paul sends his letter. It didn't matter that Paul wasn't there. That's not his concern. If he didn't meet you, that ain't right. I tell my kids all the time, that ain't your friend. Mommy, how you know that? They're nice. Da, 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 da. I said, lose them. I said, I've been in this game for a long time. My God speaks to me that way. He speaks to me in real time. And guess what? When I don't get an answer, even that is an answer. And so because I'm in Christ, I wait differently. Sometimes we get uh, anxious and we want to run ahead of God when God hasn't shown us the, the entire blueprint, the vision completely, and we run ahead of God and we mess it up when we wonder, why haven't this been as successful as it should be? But this time, we ask as we, we always, and we talk about uh, uh, on this fast at the beginning, and as usual, Overseer said, is that we start our, our conversation uh, with a, a spirit of repentance. God, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me if I entertain some things in my inner ear. Forgive me if I continue to hear my such and such and such. 
say this about me. I would never amount to anything or, or this, you'll never do this. And, you know, how can you now uh, do this when you went to school for that? And, and, and God just closed my inner ear to those false teachers that tried to derail my plans. Understand, don't be dismissive of anything because those little things can grow into a bigger thing and cause you not to follow through on God's plans. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We glorify you. We honor you. We give you praise. We thank you, Lord God, that even right now, oh God, we are canceling every word that was said in our ear. We are canceling everything that was said that settled in our spirits to believe anything otherwise, that we will not amount to nothing, that we're not that smart, that we cannot achieve. Lord God, they didn't call us, you did. And if you called us, oh God, you are gonna provide my God. If you called us, you're gonna qualify us. If you, if you, if you pointed us to it, you are the only one that, that validate us. We are not looking for validation from anyone else. My God, we, could, we, we are small, but we are mighty. We are not despising small beginnings, Father God, but we are holding on to your strategy and your plan because we are in alignment with you. We are in right standing with you. We crave after you in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, it may not be the popular thing to declare that you are God, ah, but we are not ashamed of the gospel. If God can be for us, who can stand against us? Oh, Lord God, we are holding on to the promises of God that is yea and amen. And we know that the connections is coming and we know that it is coming from the right place in the right time from the right people because you are sending them, oh God. Lord God, show us the who, show us the what, show us the how. Now in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, we glorify you, we give you honor, we give you praise. Lord God, all these things we ask in Jesus' name, may all God's people say amen. Tomorrow we meet again at 6 a.m. on the line, 12 noon uh, uh, on the line again for prayer and at 7 p.m. tomorrow evening. And tomorrow's prayer point is dedicating the work unto the Lord. God bless you all and good night. Thank you all.